0: The Holy Gospel according to John, the 13th chapter. Glory to you, o Lord. When he had gone out, Jesus said, Now the Son of Man has been glorified, and God has been glorified in him. If God has been glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself and will glorify him at once. Little children... if you have love for one another. The Gospel of the Lord.
1: Praise Praise to you, O Christ.
0: Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Today's Gospel passage takes place before the crucifixion. In fact, it is the same text we heard on Monday Thursday, when Jesus gave His disciples a new commandment. Reading the text again, I noticed how Jesus calls His disciples little children. In our text a couple of weeks ago after the resurrection, Jesus appeared to his disciples on the seashore, and there he called them children, too. Hearing him, I wondered why Jesus addresses the disciples that way. His followers aren't children by any traditional definition. They are fully grown adults with families and responsibilities, homes and jobs, when they are called as his disciples, and yet he calls them children. Some people think it is diminutive that Jesus calls them children because their faith is not yet mature. But isn't our faith always forming and reforming as we learn about who God is? and who we are as God's children? Faith grows and expands as we experience God in our lives. Besides, I don't think the Jesus that we meet in Scripture belittles or talks down to the people around him, even when they make mistakes and he corrects them. Others suggest that Jesus called the disciples children, to express his affection for them, the same way my granddaddy called me honey child. For me, Jesus' use of the word children brings to mind the time that Jesus told the disciples, let the little children come to me. At that time, the disciples had rebuked the crowds for bringing the children to Jesus, but Jesus welcomed them, saying the kingdom of God belonged to them. Perhaps the disciples had finally understood his teaching and were following Jesus with childlike faith, open to what God was doing in their midst. But perhaps the simplest explanation is that Jesus calls the disciples children because Jesus is God and they are God's children in baptism we are named god's own sons and daughters we experience a sweet swap when we receive faith in christ and we are made co-heirs to the kingdom we receive all that belongs to the son of god and christ takes on all that is ours with this address jesus is reminding the disciples Of their identity. In Jesus' words, I also hear an echo of the prayer and instruction in Deuteronomy 6 that his Jewish disciples would have known. It says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord alone. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. Keep these words that I am commanding you today in your heart. Recite them to your children and talk about them when you are at home and when you are away, when you lie down and when you rise. From the time of our ancestors in faith, to this present time. Our identity as God's children calls us to obedience to God's word and commandments. When Jesus continues speaking to the disciples, he gives them the new commandment to love one another, just as they have been loved by God. And then he says, by this Everyone will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. We don't follow God's commands to earn our salvation, and we aren't obedient so that we can be better people. We can't. We can only live as God's children through the grace that God first gives us. Jesus' words remind us that our lives and actions bear witness to who Jesus is. When we speak with bitterness and anger and refuse forgiveness or reconciliation, we reflect a God of judgment and wrath. When we love one another, we reflect a God whose grace and love changes lives. Peter was there in that room, and he heard Jesus speaking that night. And later, after the resurrection and the ascension, when the disciples were traveling and witnessing to the good news, Peter stayed at the house of Simon the Tanner, whose work would have made him ritually unclean. Peter ate at the same table as people who were outsiders, and not Jewish, and the religious authorities called him on it. They questioned him, asking him why he was disregarding the ritual laws and traditions of Judaism. So he recounted for them the vision he had seen where he had been told, what God has made clean, you must not call profane. Peter made lots of mistakes as a disciple, as we all do. But clearly, by the time we hear the Acts passage, Peter had learned what it meant to love one another. As he told the people questioning him, if then God gave those people the same gift that he gave us when we believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I? that I could hinder God. Like Peter, each one of us has been raised with biases against others, whether it's a person's appearance or education level, accent or nationality, religion or sexual orientation. We have been taught that some people are other or less than We have been taught that some people belong and others don't. And we have been taught wrongly. Believing we are all God's children, we must love one another, God created each one of us precious in God's sight and loves each and every one of us. Loving one another, we are called to live in ways that people can see how our lives are changed by God's presence and activity. And by this, everyone will know that we are following Jesus. Let us pray loving God we give you thanks for your son Jesus who teaches us to love each other as we are first loved by you help us live as disciples with confidence in our identity as your children and with obedience to your word Send us out as witnesses to your transforming grace and mercy. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen.